Merry Meet. Welcome to Witch Magic. I'm Dawn, and I will be taking you on a spiritual journey to all things magic and witchcrafts. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Witch Magic and season four. And I just want to say that I have missed talking to you guys. Oh my goodness. I know it's only been about, what, just a little over three weeks, but I have been having withdrawals (laughs) from recording. And I know the reason why I'm doing them a little more sparse is because like I said before, I don't want to I don't want to run out of content. And not that I think that that will really happen, so to speak, but um you just you just never know. I just don't want to all of a sudden feel like, "Oh my goodness, what am I going to talk about right now?" and then I don't have anything for you. And I just don't want that to happen. So there has been a lot going on the past few weeks. And um, first of all, I don't know how many of you celebrate Easter, but I'm not a big celebrator of Easter, so to speak. You know, my celebrator Stara, of course. Um, but my family celebrates Easter. So, and it's non-religious, you know what I mean? Nothing like that. Um, but my family did have a get together, but we actually went to Chris's brother's house and his brother and his sister-in-law cooked a nice meal. It was us and then her side of the family and we had a great time and actually we stayed there for a long time. I think we got there at about one o'clock or so, maybe a little bit earlier and we didn't leave there until about 8, 8.30 at night. Because um, once everybody else left after a few hours, you know, it was just the four of us and we had a lot of catching up to do. I mean, it was great, you know, so that was really cool. But the night before that, we met up with my brother and sister-in-law and also my two girls came and my oldest daughter's family or her husband came and um, we went to go see one of our favorite local rock bands and they're wicked cool they play 80s rock so think Def Leppard Van Halen they play Van Halen with David Lee Roth by the way um which is my favorite I do like Sammy Hagar you know the Van Hagar whatever but David Lee Roth yeah that was my favorite um they play Bon Jovi Ozzy you know I mean they are just so amazing and the lead singer actually Sounds a little bit like, oh, they play Motley Crue as well. You know, he does sound a little bit like them. And I'm telling you, he's probably about the same age as these singers are now. Maybe a little bit younger, but he can belt out the tunes. He really can. I mean, it is amazing. So, so that was cool. And their bass guitar player, holy cow. Okay, so... He totally channeled Eddie Van Halen, let's just say. Um, He 
totally sounded like him in his guitar playing. It was crazy. So yeah, so I am one of those people that once I hear music, especially music that I love, I need to get up and dance. So yes, I was right in front of the stage the whole entire time, and I got to sing in the microphone a few times. They sang I Want to Rock by Twisted Sister, and he held the microphone um, for people to yell rock, you know, so of course... You know, we took turns with people standing there. So, of course, I did it a bunch of times, too. And, oh, my goodness, it was it was so crazy. So we were out wicked late that night because we stayed there until the band stopped playing. Um, and then, you know, the next day, our dinner that we went to wasn't until early afternoon. So we got to sleep in a little bit. So, no, so it was pretty good. And then on April 13, which was a Thursday this year, it was my birthday. Um, I just turned 52 years old. And I, first of all, okay, you guys know that I'm a preschool teacher. Um, well, at least those of you who have been following my podcast, um, those of you who are new here, by the way, I'm a preschool teacher. <laughs> and um, anyway, my students took it upon themselves to sing happy birthday to me. It was so sweet. Um, they were getting ready for snack. They were standing in line to wash their hands. And one of them said, Miss Dawn, isn't it your birthday today? Because I think we had talked about it before. And I said, why, yes, it is. So she just started singing happy birthday. And all the other kids followed suit. And then when they were sitting down eating their snack, I sat down with them. And they started singing happy birthday again. And I'm like, oh my goodness, you guys already sang it to me. And they said, well, we need to do it while we're sitting down now. <laughs> so that was so sweet. Um, so that just was the perfect start to my day. Let me just say that. And, you know, my coworkers all got me a card and signed the card. And um, my fiance, Chris, took me out to dinner at my favorite restaurant, which is the Olive Garden. So we went there. And then Saturday, um, my daughters took me out to get my nails done. I got these really cool nails. I'll have to take a picture and show you guys. Um, the, I don't know what you call them, manicurist, whatever they're called. She did my nails black and purple, you know, a dark purple and a black. And she added sparkles so they look like the night sky. So they're really, really pretty. Um, so I was all excited about that. And when I go get my nails done, these last all my nails for about two weeks usually. Um, I've had this. They're still really good. They still, they haven't chipped at all. And I got those done on, so that would have been the 15th of April, right? Um, and yeah, they're, they're still looking pretty good. And I'm recording this actually on Thursday, April 20. So, um, so yeah, it's been that long since, and they're still looking good. When I do my nails myself at home, I might be lucky if I get through the day, let's be honest, until they start chipping. I mean, it's just, they're crazy. I wash my hands a lot and, uh, you know, it's just, they don't last, you know? But anyway, so that was that. And then, that night, a bunch of us got together and went out to dinner. Um, there was about, let's see, eight of us. And it was including my grandkids, which was nice. 
and we had a nice dinner. Now, we had to wait two hours because <laughs> this place is so popular. It's wicked popular. And But I'm telling you one thing, we waited because you want to know why? It is well worth the wait. Oh, yes, it is. The portion size that they give you, I don't think I, any of us finished all of our food. Um, humongous, okay? We had a couple of drinks and the food, I mean, such great quality. I mean, it is amazing. It is so delicious. And what did I get for dinner? I got, um, I got, oh, I got chicken tenders and french fries. And I, I did start off with a Caesar salad. Um, and then, um, oh my goodness. So the waiter was so nice, by the way, the waiter, after we were all done eating and everything, I, let me just back up a little bit. Everybody knew it was my birthday because as we were waiting, um, well, me and Chris got there first and we were sitting in, you know, we checked in, tell them where, you know, we need tables of eight, whatever like that. And we're sitting outside in like, kind of like a little lobby area. There was like a few benches. And this woman was there with three kids. And, um, oh my goodness, we had such good conversations with them. The kids kept telling us jokes and everything. So it kind of, it really did pass the time. And then the rest of our party showed up. So it was my oldest daughter and her husband, um, and their two kids and my youngest daughter and her new boyfriend. And, um, they, they came and we were kind of waiting around and they brought me balloons, you know, happy birthday balloons and this really tall uh, birthday cap. And everyone kept saying it looked like a dunce cap. It was so funny. Of course, I wore it because I am like so crazy like that. So everybody could tell it was my birthday. And a lot of people that went by us said happy birthday to me. And um, so the waiter, you know, obviously knew it was my birthday. So after we were all done eating, he brought out this huge, they call it a birthday mud pie. It was this huge, like ice cream cake dessert. Oh my goodness. It was delicious. And of course, one person can't eat it. So everyone was full, but there was like three, three of us that were kind of digging into it and we didn't even finish it. I felt so bad. I'm like, I need to eat at least most of this because the guy just brought it out, you know, as a nice gesture. And of course, they sang happy birthday to me and the whole restaurant was clapping. And um, there were actually a few birthdays that were being celebrated that day. So it was like a major party. It was it was pretty good. Um, and then afterwards, we were there for a couple of hours at, what, after we sat down. But anyway, and afterwards, we went over to my oldest daughter Darcy's house and with the intention of playing some games but we were all feeling full and lazy <laughs> that we were just kind of just sitting around all sluggish and everything. And we were just relaxing. And the kids really wanted to play a game. So we said, all right, what are we going to play? And of course, they wanted it to be my choice, you know, because my birthday, I picked the first game, whatever. And we, I chose to play Clue. I really love that game. And so we played one round of Clue. And then that was it for us. <laughs> we were just like, we were like, okay, we are so tired. And me and Chris left there probably about 1030, maybe 11 o'clock. But um, 
And then the next day, which was Sunday, my son had called me up and he said that he was sorry that he missed the dinner. You know, he was really busy, but he wants to make it up to me. So I met him at this craft fair that was going on right down the road. And he bought me a gift. It's this, um, oh, what is it called? String art. And he got me, so it's on this little plaque, this wooden board, and it says mom. And it's all made out of string art, and the O is actually a heart. So I thought that was really cute. And then he took me out to an early dinner. So we just went out to Applebee's, and it was just me and him. And we had a really great conversation. Um, because, I, you know, we kind of been a little awkward with each other, to be honest, you know, within the past couple of years. So, you know, he's starting to come around to... Um, being back to kind of like his normal self, I think what happened was, and it wasn't just with me, it was with the whole family. I think what happened was he kind of lost his way a little bit um, or, he, or he kind of went down a path. And I'm not going like, to really get into specifics, but he kind of went down a path that made him a totally different person, all right? And he's kind of been away from the family a little bit. You know, he's close enough by. He only lives half an hour away. But he's kind of been a little bit away from the family. But he's starting to come around. And, you know, we just had really good conversation. And I'm really glad that we did that. You know, and I told him, I thanked him for that. And I told him how happy I was that we did this. And it was really nice, you know. Now, um, when I released this episode. It's going to be on Monday, the 24th. Um, And as I'm recording this, I told you it was Thursday, April 20. So in two days from now, but which will be when this is aired two days before now, <laughs> I'm not trying to confuse you. I'm sorry. I'm confusing myself. Okay. Anyway, the 22nd being Earth Day. Um, and I have done an episode on Earth Day, so if you really want to go back and listen to that, you can. And I'm not going to really get into too much here, but I just want to say I hope you guys had a nice Earth Day. And I'm trying to get out in nature. Hopefully that's going to work out by the time this airs. I hope that Saturday I'm going to be able to get out there and enjoy nature, take a nice walk, and enjoy everything about it. Um, we've been having some pretty nice weather and it's just really great to be outside and it does feel like a different energy. You know what I mean? So yeah, so that's really nice. So I have a couple of segments, a couple of topics that I want to go over today. So we're going to talk a little bit about auras. All right, that's going to be my main topic. And... um. Then I have a couple of other things that I'm going to go over and, you know, uh, herbs. I want to talk about a little bit of herbs. I have done a mini series on herbs and I've also posted a bunch of herbs on the Facebook group. Um, so make sure you check that out as well because May 7 is National Herb Day and we'll get more into that when we get to that segment. But anyway... Let's talk about auras. So an aura is a colorful energy field 
that encloses a human, animal, or objects. Your aura can indicate how you are feeling at the moment. They can change colors to fit your moods, just like a mood ring, if you've ever worn one of those. Honestly, I really don't have much experience with auras, but I have done some research and I have a list of the colors and the meanings from an article that was in Woman's Day magazine. Um, I used to love reading Woman's Day magazine. I haven't really read it a whole lot lately, but when I was doing my research, I'm like, oh, Woman's Day magazine, you know, that used to be one of my favorites. But anyway, here are the colors and their meanings. Red is the color of the root chakra. It means that you are fearless and bold and you love adventure. If your aura is more of a dark red, that could mean that you have ongoing frustration, trauma, or burnout. Pink corresponds with the heart chakra and is a rare aura color. It's associated with people who are kind of sensitive and gentle with others. They are creative and healers. Magenta indicates a person is unique and free-spirited. They have a capacity for high intuitive thinking. If a person has a strong magenta aura, they are masters of spirituality. Orange is associated with the sacral chakra and connects with creative and sexual energy. These people are collaborators and find pleasure and comfort in connection. They may be world travelers or adventure seekers. If they have a strong orange aura, they are passionate about their art. Yellow is associated with the solar plexus chakra and indicates people with leadership abilities with infectious positivity and motivational charisma. A darker yellow can mean a tendency toward either self-criticism or overconfidence. Green is connected to the heart chakra and indicates people that eschewed peace and love without conditions. These people have healing energy and are naturally inclined to heal themselves. If a person's aura is a dark green, it might indicate feelings of jealousy or victimhood. Blue is connected with the throat chakra and someone whose aura is dominated by who's dominated by this color is naturally philosophical, expressive, and inclined to communicate transparently. Indigo is associated with the third eye chakra, and people with this color aura are especially intuitive. They are empathetic and are moved to act more by feelings than facts. They are spontaneous and thrive on connection. Dark indigo can suggest a phase marked by judgments. Purple is associated with the crown chakra. It connects to dreams as well as as higher consciousness. People with auras of this color have strong personalities, magnetism, ambition, and are natural leaders. White is rare and is often associated with angels or spirits. Very few people alive have a white aura. These people are very receptive, as you can imagine. So you can get an aura reading if you have someone legit in your area. You can even get an aura photograph. A reading will give you you insight in understanding yourself, 
who you are on your present situation. You could also see your own aura through a photograph or in the mirror. You could try to rub your hands together, getting some really good friction, then move them slowly apart and back together again to see if you notice any colors. You might want to do this or get a professional reading on a regular basis since your color can change over time. You can cleanse your aura by taking a quick swim in cold water, doing a chakra balance and meditation, sunbathing, sound therapy, or seeing an energy healer. Now, there are seven auric layers known as bodies or planes. They are physical, emotional, mental, astral, etheric, celestial, and casual. The physical plane represents your physical health, right? It's the layer closest to your skin. The emotional plane represents your feelings. It changes color depending on your mood. The mental plane has to do with logic and reasoning. It's the third layer out from your body. The astral plane deals with your spiritual health and where you store your capacity for love. The etheric plane is where you find your psychic abilities. If your etheric plane is clear, you can easily tap into other people's energy. The celestial plane or where your dreams and intuition are stored. It's also called the plane of enlightenment. People who are highly creative most likely have a strong celestial plane. And the casual plane harmonizes all the other layers and helps to guide you on your life path. So I challenged the Facebook group to come up with a haiku. And I had one person <laughs> um, take the challenge and she actually wrote five of them and she did write them on the Facebook group. So if you're in the group, you did already see them, but I'm going to read them to you now. And these are written by my friend Carolyn, who, if you remember, she did a, a two part episode on crystals with me and that was a really good episode. So I really urge you to go listen to that if you haven't listened to it already. But anyway, here are the five haikus that she wrote. Here's the first one. Wind upon your skin, facing the setting sun down. Breathe deep as you walk. Number two. Hear the birds call you, following their sweet new song brought to your new home. Number three. Listen, feel, hear, love. Accept the gifts you receive from the goddess now. Number four. Time to take my place with the strength she gave to me to find my way home. And number five, grateful for my path, the universe does provide, follow the way home. Those are amazing. Thank you so much, Carolyn, for submitting those. I love each and every one of those. I hope you guys enjoyed that as well. Now here's one that I wrote on my own. Five planets align, I see stars, there's also the moon. Yeah, pretty simple, right? <laughs> okay, those were the haikus. So May 7 is National Herb Day. So I wanted to go over some information about herbs. 
if you are a kitchen witch or an herbologist, then you know that most herbs can thrive easy enough with very little care. If you plant your own, you want to maybe have a raised bed for good drainage, as most herbs do best in a drier soil. You can even grow some herbs inside, as long as they can get some sun through a window. Growing your own herbs makes your magic more intentional, but you have to do what's convenient and practical to you. But if you do decide to grow your own, make sure you have the best spot possible, considering location, the soil, drainage, and the sun. Like I said, herbs require very little water. A little bit of dampness is, however, needed. And on that note, be sure that the soil that you use is well-draining. Most herbs need about five or six hours of sunlight, while some thrive in partial shade. You can even order herbs that have already started sprouting and plant them in your garden to grow the rest of the way. I always did it that way. But you could certainly start with seeds as well. You can even grow herbs in different containers as long as they drain well. If you want or have to grow your herbs indoors, you need to make sure that you have the right balance of light. As I mentioned before, placing them near a window that gets sunlight is the best. You will notice if the herbs are getting enough light because just like any other plant, they will stretch towards the sunlight if they need more of it. However, they can wilt if they get overheated. So just be mindful and listen to what your herbs are telling you. When you're ready to harvest them, you will want to preserve any leftover. My favorite way to dry herbs is to let them hang. They look so pretty and they smell so good. Just make sure they don't touch up against something like a wall to prevent uneven drying and possible staining. You could dry them in a, you could dry them in a microwave, but you have to be very careful. I have never done it this way, but I imagine it's very tricky because you're not trying to cook them for crying out loud. So you have to be very careful. Anyway, after a few days, you will want to add them to a glass jar and keep them in a cool, dry place. But let's talk about harvesting them. In order to get the most of your magic with them, you'll want to use the phases of the moon as a guide. Certain herbs can be gathered at certain phases of the moon, but honestly, you can gather them at any time, anytime you need them, as long as they're ready. But if you just need the flowers from a plant, they are at their best when they have just opened up. Bark is best taken in the spring or the autumn, and the roots are to be gathered when the plant is dormant. I could go more into depth with which herbs are the best for growing indoors or out in another episode. If you guys are interested, just let me know. Meanwhile, you can always do your own research for the best results. So if you've been following along with the show from the beginning, you may remember that the first Sabbath I talked about was Beltane. Well, the wheel has turned an entire year, and here we are back again. Beltane, also known as May Day, is on Monday, May 1st of this year. It's a celebration of birth and life. Some ideas to celebrate are to look for fairies. Leave them offerings and maybe set up fairy houses in your garden. Have a dance party, light a bonfire, and maybe do some baking or making something creative. I love to make a maypole for my students with long, colorful ribbons for them to grab onto and dance around, and they love it. 
So here is a prayer to honor the May Queen. And I got this prayer from this website called Learn Religions. And here it goes. The leaves are budding across the land on the ash and oak and hawthorn trees. Magic rides around us in the forest and the hedges are filled with laughter and love. Dear lady, we offer you a gift, a gathering of flowers picked by our hands, woven into the circle of endless life. The bright colors of nature herself blend together to honor you. Queen of Spring, as we give you honor this day, spring is here and the land is fertile, ready to offer up gifts in your name. We pay you tribute, Our Lady, Daughter of the Fae, and ask your blessing, this Beltane. Wasn't that nice? I can um, post that as well if you want to. So what will you be doing on this day, the day of Beltane? All right, so that completes the segments that I had for you today. But you know that I'm going to do. I am going to draw a rune for you. Here we go, my trusty runes. Da 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 da. All right, let's see. Oh, I found it. I found it. Okay. I'm gonna go to my book before I tell you what it is. All right, the page. Turn the page. All right. The rune I drew is called Suwelu, and it represents wholeness, life force, and the sun's energy. Suwelu stands for wholeness, that which our, nat our nature requires. It embodies the impulse towards self-realization and indicates the path you must follow, not from ulterior motives, but from the core of your individuality. Seeking after wholeness is the spiritual warrior's quest, and yet what you are striving to become in actuality is what, by nature, you already are. Become conscious of your essence and bring it into form. Express it in a creative way. A rune of great power, making life force available to you, so Weilu marks a time for regeneration down to the cellular level. Although this rune has no reverse position, there is reason for caution. You may see fit to withdraw or even to retreat in the face of a pressing situation, especially if events or people are demanding that you expend your energy now. Know that such a retreat is a retreat in strength, a voyage inward from centering for balance. Timely retreat is among the skills of the spiritual warrior. So Weilu counsels opening yourself up, letting the light into a part of your life that has been secret, shut away. To accomplish this may call for a profound recognition, for admitting to yourself something that you have long denied. There is a prayer known as the Gayatri that embodies the spirit of the rune of wholeness. Address the sun in this fashion. You who are the source of all power, whose rays illuminate the world, illuminate also my heart, so that it too can do your work. 
while reciting the Gaetra, Gaetri, visualize the sun's rays streaming forth into the world, entering your heart, then streaming out from your heart center and back into the world. This is a powerful and life-enhancing prayer. There is a caution here not to give yourself airs. Even in a time of bountiful energy, you are required to face and vanquish your refusal to let right action flow through you. Nourish this capacity, for it is a mark of true humility. Practice the art of doing without doing. Aim yourself truly and then maintain your aim without manipulative effort. Meditate on Christ's words, I can of my own self do nothing, for by our own power we do nothing. Even in loving, it is love that loves through us. The way of thinking and being integrates new energies and permits us to flow into wholeness, which is the ultimate goal of the spiritual warrior. I would say that that pretty much fits to what we were talking about today. What do you think? All right, so the next thing I have for you is the Everyday Spells card. And this one is the Vision Spell. You'll need a pestle and mortar, one part clove, three parts chicory root, three parts dried synquifil. If you want to fill your home with an inspirational aroma, burn this incense as it helps to heighten the senses. Grind the herbs with your pestle and mortar. These can be burned in a fireproof bowl. Be careful when burning. This spell will be even more powerful done on a full moon. All right, I'll take a picture of that and I will post it on the Facebook group. Oh my goodness, this was so much fun. I really loved talking with you guys today. I hope that you're happy that I was back today. So, all right, thanks for joining me. I hope that some of this was interesting and informative, you know, about the auras, a little bit about growing herbs and Beltane and all that. If you like this podcast, please take a moment to give the show a rating and a review on Apple or Spotify and share it with your friends and family. Okay, until next time, have a very magical week. So that's going to do it for today. I will be airing these podcasts about once a week, so be sure to tune in. You might want to choose to get notified when I air so that you don't miss a thing. If you have any comments, please feel free to connect with me on my Facebook group. I will leave the link to that along with my website on the show notes. Blessed be.